Is it true? Oh, is it real? Are I'm you doing... real? Are oh, you real? Oh my god. Oh my god, people you have not imagined the emotion. We have reconnected again and I can hear fashion lawyer's voice. Oh my it's god. It's been two months, you know that. I know. It's like a breakup. Have we broken up? I was almost actually fearing it. I was saying to myself, if we cannot make it this week, then I just have to officially tell Kill you that we're me. over and start oh looking my for someone new. You were going to dump me just like that? I think I told you in advance. I'm going to dump you if there's no improvement. On oh this. my God, you are worse <laughs> than a man. Ladies and gentlemen, this one was going to dump me. How nice. Mm. Yes. Oh my God! So miracles have happened, and we are here again. At it again. Hopefully, no cat will disturb this registration. No phone will be ringing, and we will be swinging. And I don't know why that came out. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you've missed this. That's why it came out. That's I the know. only reason. I know. Now it's like a guilty pleasure. You have to have it. You have to have it. I'm sitting down in, in a sofa that was, or an armchair that was uh, hosting a bunch of papers and sort of a sports top. I threw it all on the floor just to get some comfort. And I'm just staring at it and thinking, what am I doing in this mess? I was about to think that you were going to say something along the lines of, I'm sitting in an armchair that has seen so many sexy times. And here you are talking <laughs> about paper to me. How lovely. I mean, are you that boring these days, woman? <laughs> I use swing. What do you call them? Um, Swinging. No, no, not with other people. <laughs> but what do you call these? You know, swing papers. No, you know, I'm rather thinking about a chair that is hung to the ceiling and you swing on it. What is that called? Oh my God, the love, uh, love, love swing. Thingy. Yeah. yeah, love swing. Yes. Oh my. Now we are talking. We're getting somewhere. Didn't Samantha and Sex in the City uh, have an episode with one of those? I remember that. That was so funny. And then it, it was Samantha who discovers it, and she's like, "Oh, lovely." <laughs> I think she broke it. It fell down from the ceiling at some point, no? That's true. Was it, was it with um, Jared, the boyfriend? I think no, so. I don't think so. I think it was with some oldie. I can't remember. Yeah, those were the good episodes when she was very, very funny. <laughs> I, I agree. Also, oh, how are you? Please do tell. Aside the papers, <sighs> please don't mention the papers again. Uh, look, I am back in Luxembourg since about a week, which is absolutely great. Uh, the, the real question is for how much yeah not for very long unfortunately but at least I have two weeks behind me with a quick jump except for a quick jump to Paris but it's just nice to be home sleeping in my own bed and that again I mean you went to Paris without me woman that's that's bad enough can't bring you along to work even if I would have loved to uh, but yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a puppy. You're not a puppy. I'm not definitely not bring puppies to work. Also, because they need to pee, especially when you have conference calls. I used to do that when I just got my puppy. I brought him to work a couple of times, and every time I go on a conference call, he would sit at me and stare and make these noises. Wait, but we have to pee also too. I remember distinctly us texting when we were in pee breaks. I used to love that, you know, being just in a disgusting stall bathroom stall and texting you hi <laughs> that you miss be... me yeah i missed you you know like you miss i don't know a pimple that was there the day before and you say <laughs> oh my god where did you go <laughs> so 
I was saying, I I was back here since two weeks ago. Unfortunately, I had my sort of uh, semi-annual flu. Luckily, I have to touch wood. I don't get sick every year, but I get sick like every two years and then it's really bad. So I started my stay here by being ill and sort of in bed. That was right after you, no? You were also a little bit Yeah, no, 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 call it a little bit. I had bronchitis and it wasn't funny at all. Yeah. Now, that was the worst thing that happened since the beginning of the year. That was, I was so miserable. It's crazy. Like, I was almost out of the woods. And then, no, no woman, you cannot be healthy this year. You need to get sick. Bam. And I got sick. Are you fully recovered now? I think so. I think so I am. Because I can breathe, actually. I can work. I can function. But I'm still, you know, when you're a little bit careful and you think oh my god am I going to get sick again because it's it's the Mm. easiest period of the year to get sick Mm. just be you know this is spring and this is in Milan it's very crazy because uh, you have people walking around the streets Uh, some are wearing you know duffel jackets and some are wearing short sleeves and you are wondering next to them who the hell is the idiot here (laughs) because you know it's sunny it's beautiful blah blah but it's so freaking cold this morning uh, it's just chilly. I also got fooled a bit by the sunny weather. But as soon as the sun goes, one day you've got like 16 to 18 degrees. And the second day you've got eight degrees and really cold and you're underdressed and you're worried about catching a cold again. My worry is that it just takes so much longer for them to disappear. It didn't used to be like that. But I guess it's also like accumulative fatigue and, you know, you're not in a not in sort of a super uh, rested uh, starting but position. Is it, is it just, it just an urban forever. myth yeah. that the flu is getting worse and worse every year? Is it like global warming? I mean, being real or it's no, it's just know. getting worse or people are saying it's getting worse because we are just, you know, resistant to every sort of medicine now. I'm wondering if it isn't because of aging. So you would say it's getting exponentially worse because you're also getting Do you older. just call me old? I don't know because... I call me old if that makes you feel not any really. better not really. I don't know I don't know something like but I, that but I hear a lot of people saying that it's getting progressively worse every year and I've seen in on myself I, it took me a really long time to get better and I had to go to antibiotics which is something I normally wouldn't do because it gives me every mm. sort of issue known under the sun so I, I, when I take mm. antibiotics, I know it's going to be crazy. But this year, I just mm. had to. So after that, I was immediately, immediately better. But I had other issues <laughs> to go around with. So not really fun. Not a fun moment. But now I'm, I'm hopeful. And I mean, I never crave going to the gym as much as when I'm sick. So then I'm like, oh, I could have done this. And I feel like working out. And the energy to go and train is never as existent as when you're just unable to get there. So that was awful because I don't know if you remember, but I've been basically out of gym for like three months. I used to be really good. Hashtag in me too, me too. Swimming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I used to go swimming at one kilometer in the morning and then I'd go on the treadmill for five kilometers in the evening, which is, it's not so easy just to get into the discipline because there's always people around you and you need to sort of, excuse yourself from the group activities to go and do these things so I was quite proud of having you know squeeze that into my schedule and then just from December and onwards uh, 
it just didn't work with schedule and things that were going on. So I was just dying to go back to it. And I was dying even more when I was unable to. Luckily, now I picked up on it again. So I went to see my coach and he was like, yeah, it's been a year and a half. <laughs> it's been a year and a half. And immediately you feel like you feel like crap and you say, oh, my God. I know. I know. But see, I have to be painfully Hello. honest here. Hello. Hello yes. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I think your connection is a little bit shitty, but it's fine. Uh, it must be you anyway, because. Hello. 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 Is it only us that is getting old or is also our technology? Yeah, I just spoke to the control room and they said there was a small glitch, but now we're back on. (laughs) Yeah, it's like being old. It's called being old. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) So where were we before we get rudely interrupted? Tell me, what was the last thing you heard? Oh, the gym thing. I um, I had to do some coming out here. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard. I mean, you need to hold my hand now, like virtually. Tell you me. really need to hold my hand. Hold my hand, please. Holding, I'm holding. holding. It. No, Goody. it's sweaty. You? No, that's you and sweaty Italian. Anyway, um, I, and I'm very very ashamed of it. Haven't been having steamy sessions with the gym since what late November, and what? On, on, Seriously, like I went two times to Berries casually, like in the last month, and that's about it. But I haven't been up close, personal, sweaty, steamy with with um, Barry for a long time. What's so up? I don't know. I really don't know. I think that it was a combination of things. First, lazy. Yes, here I am. Admit it. I was lazy. Life. Lazy violante. Yes, I know that that's that's something I have to admit. I just lost my mojo. <laughs> I didn't want to go to the gym. And then I think it was a little bit a health issue. Then, you know, uh, my in my family, too, and work issues and whatever. So I lost my mojo and I lost my will to go there. But the, the crazy thing is, whenever I go to the gym, I feel so good afterwards and I feel so much more energetic I feel much more you know with with some great ideas my mind clears it's the excess of the bad energy just goes away so it I don't really understand why I let this happen but in the meanwhile I gained weight yay (laughs) and I had some people saying to me in private in Instagram oh you shouldn't be saying that because you know you you should be loving yourself at any size blah blah that's Mm. all very true Mm. I love myself and any size I'm perfectly fine with my body as it is now as it was before whatever you wish but Mm. when you have you gain weight and you are not in your best you know mood and you Mm. stop going to the gym it all adds up and you mm. end up being less energetic than you wish to. So it's not about the size. It's about mm. not having the energy or the will to live, basically. <laughs> so yeah, that's it, you know. What do you uh, think about it? I mean, I think uh, I, I'm actually the opposite to you. So when I am exactly that stressed, then I want to go to the gym because it's basically the only way that I can get rid of the negative energy. You have to keep in mind, though, I train with a coach. So and, I, and the only reason I do it 
is because I don't trust my own discipline. So I've been training with a coach since uh, 2005. So I'm well, and we, we have no discipline on our own. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, but I, I don't, I love doing weight training, but I just don't get to do it. I don't get around to weight train on my own. So if I go to the gym on my own, I would do cardio and that isn't as much fun and that isn't as rewarding or, you know, energy liberating. So my, having a coach, it just, you know, it gives me an engagement that I have to respect, which I think is great. And that's a big part of my solution to actually get to go. Uh, but, you know, I also, uh, sorry about the humor here, but for me, that one hour at the gym is also one hour when I am not able to chew, which also adds <laughs> to the health benefits. That's so very true. <laughs> I mean, just driving there, getting myself there and getting my, myself away from there and being there for one hour, that, that is me not chewing for two hours. And I am not saying that it's it's a bad thing to chew, but at least if you if you're in this you know <laughs> you're not chewing too much yes I know yeah I exactly know. you're not I'm, I mean and I'm also the type that eats out of boredom or out of annoyance yes. or out of hashtag me too again exactly so you know when I'm preoccupied it just eliminates two hours of my day when I would otherwise going be going to the fridge looking for coffee or a cappuccino or blueberries or a cookie or chewing gum or an apple, or again, you know, oh, maybe I shouldn't, maybe eating all this indicates that I'm hungry. So let's now have a sandwich. And then you have a sandwich and then you say, oh, I should have just had proper lunch. And then you make proper lunch. And this is- Of course, one goes with the other. Yeah, yeah. This is how how my eating behavior is lately. And of course the gain weight is a symptom of it. It's just the result of all this. And while I'm capable of loving myself in all the sizes, I I am also not so loving of, uh, me not sticking to healthy routines that yes and and, and there is also the guilt trip that you have when you're not doing things properly and you you realize that you're doing something wrong but you can yeah. just not get out of it snap exactly. out of it it's bad exactly and everyone who knows me and follows me on instagram also knows that i am not somebody who would deprive myself of a nice meal or a drink or a glass of wine. Oh, no, we like to eat. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. So that is not my issue. It's not like, you know, um, I always make bad choices at dinner. I should make better choices. It's not that. It's the regular routines of saying, okay, look, I'm going to have proper healthy meals throughout the day. I'm going to avoid the emotional snacking. I'm going to stick to my gym routine. Even if it's just two or three times a week, I should just go and do it. And and then, you know, whatever the body looks like, that'll follow. That'll be a side effect of it. But at least I'll feel good about myself having committed to myself to do the things that I feel well and good about. And yes, that's, know, that's very, very true. And I agree with you. But it's hard, you know, once you're in that circle, once you're yeah, out and, snapping out of your, uh, what should have been your routine, yeah. you're already on the slippery slope and you don't even realize it you're just doing things that are so wrong for you it's not about you know gaining or losing weight it's about not being healthy anymore yeah exactly and like yesterday I had a day when I was just hungry and then I go with it because then it's like hunger right I'm like an empty hole I just need to eat and whatever I'm having is not fulfilling and it's the images the that are running through my head now of you hunting for food are so funny. No, but I mean, then you sit there and you say, I'm going to have a salad. And you go, I don't want a salad. I want, you know, I want warm, big portions. And then you say that <laughs> for me, that is different. Size than... matters. Size matters. Yeah. 
and it's different than you know eating out of boredom so I can also I, I don't mind having these days and I'm like I'm really hungrier than usual and I have to listen to those signs okay I just had breakfast two hours ago but now I'm starving so that's fine I, I don't mind any of those and then I just wanted to make another point um, I was exchanging with a blogger uh, Instagrammer influencer the other day a Lebanese girl who who has a pretty big following uh, she is super fit um, she is um, she posts uh, stories about her training regularly and also about her food intake that she comments on basically saying this is super healthy gluten-free this gluten-free that um, now, how can you follow someone like that and not feel bad for yourself but I don't honestly I don't I mean I don't follow her for this I just notice that that in the periods when she's very healthy and strict, sticks to her routine, then she posts more about this. And I am really not so bothered with these things. I just notice them and say, you know, I, I sometimes I put a picture of me going to the gym or having been at the gym. And even then, I think, think for myself that this might actually be just unpleasant for others to look at because it can trigger things. It can trigger bad conscience or bad feelings or anything but I typically don't post like oh look at my super healthy green salad I'm not so interested in those things and I don't want to be conveying any type of um, body consciousness to other people have you read about uh, while we are at the theme of food have you read about the vegan girl who has a huge following on Instagram, who was basically caught by someone in the stories of another person, of a friend of hers, eating fish. No. And yeah, she was very, she, she even had uh, the word raw in her name. I think her, her uh, Instagram name was Rowana or something. Mm. And she was, you know, selling all these um, eating plants, vegan plants, yeah. uh, all about being vegan, all about how everything else is damaging to your health, uh, you know, brainwashed people into thinking uh, that just vegan mm. is fine. Mm. I mean, I'm not a food expert, but uh, as long as you're balanced and you are not stepping on my foot, you know, just to say you should be eating this or that, I'm fine with everything. Mm. But uh, people went on her like crazy. Like, you know, you, you just said, I don't want to be posting that because I could be guilt tripping someone else. Mm. She basically made a name for herself mm. by uh, posting food and advice and a, and a certain type of uh, he healthy lifestyle. And then she was caught eating fish and meat and whatever. And she, she even came out with something even worse. She said, oh, my doctor said to me that basically uh, I, I was so, too unhealthy and I had to eat meat, fish and whatever. But so basically you are selling a food plan that uh, makes you sick and you don't say nothing about it and you still keep, still keep making a living out of it. You know, that's hypocrite. So I was following this situation. That was very, very curious to see how much people get can can get angry with you when you don't follow what you preach yeah That's... i think uh, i think people take it seriously right because these people's jobs the influencers jobs are to make us spend money on something and when you bank on them then at least you know you're buying them you're buying your story their story you think that you've made your own independent analysis and these people are trustworthy for you to spend your money on and i can see why people get upset when it's uh... yeah but if you go on instagram and you look at for no instagram if you go on google and uh, google just rowana mm -hmm. and the first thing that comes out is rowana eating fish <laughs> i swear to god it's like yeah. fish gate all over and there is a video on youtube on her eating 
fish and subtitled fake vegan. Yeah, but I can see why people get upset also because veganism is a, is not only a health movement, it is supposedly also a sustainability movement, right? So yeah. the people who've seen these um, Netflix documentaries called Cowspiracy, I haven't seen it myself, I must say. But, you know, the calculations are saying, you know, the amount of water that are consumed by just an, uh, feeding a cow, just, the, you know, the grass that you need to grow to, to give cow proper food and in the process and the transportation and everything else. So being vegan is also a health conscious alternative. And when people preach that and then they just go ahead and have, you know, the very uh, scarce blue tuna or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, that's, I that but is... that's that's a little bit um, the same thing that I told you about five minutes ago. I mean, someone was writing to me and saying you shouldn't be talking about weight loss that's contrary to what you preach but it's actually not yeah i mean i i i won't say that i'm in for the weight loss but i do i feel better when i don't have the excess weight that i've gained from november to now Mm. yes of course i do Mm. do i feel better when i fit in my clothes yes of course i don't like shopping for clothes just because i don't fit in them Yeah. Uh, do I do I think that th- that's my main goal in life? Hell no. Yeah. I mean, so no, this, my hips are the same. This is the interesting point. So with this influencer that I was just mentioning, so she had mm-hmm. been to this. Um, I don't know if you know, but Dubai. Uh, sorry, in Dubai, Dior set up the circus show in Dubai and invited a bunch of yes, uh, I saw that regional influencers there, and then at the end of the show they had this huge uh, dessert buffet table. So she was, you know, having a macaron on the on picture, and then uh, one of her following stories basically read that she was now going to cut down because she had been abusing, and this is basically followed by her crazy travel schedule before going more or less. Like now, I'm maybe making up or exaggerating, but often you see her, you know, training in the morning before going off to the airport, and then training on arrival, and then she, you know, before she has her hair and makeup she goes out to train so she's quite you know rigid with her schedule and then I I wrote to her to say that you know do you think about do you even ever reflect about what it what it looked like to the reader because you are in super good shape I didn't write to her that she's slim but she is and I don't want to use the word because I don't want to be also shaming somebody who is taking very good care of their body maybe to the way or to the extent that I would like to, except I know that it doesn't suit neither my character nor my lifestyle nor my priorities, exactly like you mentioned it. So I didn't exactly. want to say that, but I asked her if she if she's ever conscious about what it looks like because she's always keeping, you know, in healthy shape and she's always dedicating a lot of time to her physique and fitness. Did she routine. reply to you? Yeah, she did. She replied actually quite extensively and said she was only reflecting a feeling of guilt and she does actually think both once and twice before she posts these things and she hadn't thought that from somebody else's perspective it could look like something else than just a feeling of guilt that she was conveying Um, but how can you not think that saying putting in the same context guilt and food wouldn't trigger someone else she did say that she could now that i said so she could see that it was ambiguous uh, she did say that just up front. Uh, but my, my reflection where I was about to head to is is the difference where, you know, um, when, uh, well, I'm just going to come out and say it. When you're, <laughs> when you're a little bit larger and curvier or when you're skinny like this girl, actually people uh, 
like just like I did with her, you almost take away that person's right to uh, to its own relative experience. Because I am talking about my own relative experience. I'm saying I didn't go to the gym since December, uh, which is probably the longest uh, break from gym I've had since uh, since I was 30. That's eight years ago. Um, and I feel bad about it. And she uh, went ahead and had her dessert buffet, which is probably something that she hasn't done in years, and went ahead and felt bad about it. And you haven't been to Barry's since November and you feel bad about it. So I just say that I also observe that um, it's we are not so tolerant to who is entitled to feel good or bad about their bad behavior or their weight. No, no, gain. but wait, wait. I think it's it's not entirely true because if you examine it, you are feeling guilty for not exercising for a longer period. I was feeling guilty that I wasn't exercising or eating right, properly, eating healthy and taking mm -hmm. care of myself for a certain period of time. But here we are discussing the right to, um, to a relative experience in a person who just put in the same sentence guilt and food mm. i can i have no understanding for that because that kind of equation uh brings out triggers some people mm -hmm. some women especially mm -hmm. uh be their skinny be them you know mm -hmm. curvier larger whatever mm -hmm. we shouldn't be afraid of words if i'm heavier than you i'm not triggered by the fact that you are skinnier I, I think you have the right to exist as skinny as I have mm. the right to exist as larger, but mm. you will never hear me mm. uh, put in the same sentence, guilt and food. Mm. So I 100% agree bad. with you on the, on the principle, but I also acknowledge that I think you and I are unique in not feeling guilt with food. So I think a lot of people out there relate. I don't think it's, it's necessarily a trigger. I think it's a reflection of a sentiment that a lot of people have. Um, I, I really but it, I honestly, it's an artificial think, sentiment no, induced that, by society you know no, that no I cannot say that because as long as you feel it whoever gave it to you I, I don't agree with it because I think the sentiment will be real however however it you know it was planted in you I'm just saying I really think that both you and I are lucky uh, because we don't I don't feel guilty about what I eat I can feel guilty uh, for for what I just explained which is um, l lacking or losing entirely uh, control over my eating habits and I, I make it sound like it's terrible it isn't but you know when I eat out of boredom and cannot stop myself that I can feel guilty about because it's not a right way to treat my body exactly but and that's an entirely different thing it's possible but I do think that you know a lot of people do feel guilt for when they have a dessert or for when they overeat or for when, when they have a big meal. And I think that this is a, a very, very relevant sentiment. And for me, the only thing was ju just that, I mean, I said to her, it, it just comes across as uh, a little bit too much given also this extremely healthy lifestyle around it. And she, I mean, she answered, she was super sweet, very friendly. And she, she took her time to answer at, uh, in depth and I think a lot of her answers were probably a little bit personal. So that's why I'm, I'm not saying who it was. And I'm also not giving them here. She also explained that she had a weight loss journey uh, and that, uh, that it, it took a huge effort for her to get to where she is today. And she's always worried about 
getting back in the wrong mindset. That, exactly. That that is the, my point. Exactly. The the being worried, the being obsessed to the point that you say that uh, indulging in a dessert, uh, you know, offer is going to put you on a guilt trip. That mm. is not healthy. To me, mm. that's not healthy. Because, you know, one dessert won't kill you. It's the pattern that... But then again, you should be even more so. If she's on a weight loss, she should be more aware of the trigger that the equation food and guilt puts it in the others. Yeah, probably, yes. And that was exactly my point. And at the same time, with her response, I think that, you know, she was just saying, I'm only sharing my real sentiment i'm talking to you about my sentiment of guilt and that is something i truly experience and then she also added to say uh, that she takes also pride in showing her um, training journey and her food and she's saying i never i would never post with a pizza and pretend that i eat a pizza because to tell you the truth i couldn't be eating a pizza not even once a month and you know uh, maintain the healthy lifestyle i want and she was saying she was trying to show the whole spectra of this lifestyle where parts of it is these sentiments of guilt. And I have to respect that also because I, I don't I don't think that she's wrong in saying that this is a true sentiment of hers. And then, you know, it's not up to me to tell her you need to work on that sentiment. I would just never do that. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's any of my business. She did respond to say, uh, you are right. And I didn't really think about how this could be perceived because I was only conveying my own sentiment I do I'm... agree that you have no right you know to push your agenda on someone else that's mm. entirely true what mm. I like about you or what I like about us because there is an us here mm. we actually like food we never hid it <laughs> we post a lot of food and we eat that food that's yeah. the problem here I, I can say that's the problem because we enjoy it so much to the point that we actually can easily you know get lost in the habit of bad eating but uh, I would like to put another kind of message out there which isn't exactly you know guilt tripping myself into thinking oh my god I cannot eat a pizza or whatever in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle one can do a lot of things but it's a, it's a matter of finding balance and always keeping in mind one thing you need to be healthy you don't need to be anything else other than healthy and happy if it makes you healthy and happy, that's perfectly fine for me. But I would never put myself on a pedestal to say, look, you should be doing like I do. The only thing I want to put out there is you need to be find a way to be healthy and happy in your life, whatever that means to you. But, but I the think guilt tripping, I girls, don't like. For, I think a lot of girls, you know, it doesn't work if they have, a, you know, a bag of candy or a chocolate one day, then then, you know, they they are just off for you know uh, a binge eating spree i know but that's psychological and that yeah, point so you no, should be you should be looking for help no come on man i mean i think sandra i think this is very 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 common and recurrent no, no it's in, very in common but and i don't I'm think not, people go i'm not and, above asking help you know i, I don't I can think ask people help. will go for help for psychological help for no, no 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 i didn't mean a uh, professional <laughs> i mean ask for help Ask for help can work many ways. You can ask your friends for help. You can yeah. do some other things. You can search for help in your own family environment. And, and if that doesn't work for you, you should be looking for other people like you 
and finding a mean to escape your own tricky behavior because yeah. I know myself for example I know I don't do the bag of candy but I can do you know I live in Italy we we have carbs for god's sakes I mean I can do pasta I can do pizza because mm. I'm I'm me- having meeting people you know eating out uh, I don't have time so I order in mm. and that's not healthy I know I have had so many takeouts in this month that's it's crazy even the amount of money one spends on it yeah. or you know just just the fact that you haven't been cooking and having control over g- what goes in mm. your body mm. that's bad enough so that's the kind of behavior i want to put a stop to because i want to feel good and mm. i've been eating more clean in these days mm. and my or my body is reacting so weirdly you have no idea mm. but i think it has something to do with cleaning yourself up mm. It's almost like withdrawal from, from any kind of addiction. Food is an addiction too, or can be, mm. when you are trying to compensate for something else. Yeah, I guess food and shopping. <laughs> food and shopping goes hand in hand. So I did something recently. I, I married Condot. You shopped? No, and the opposite, actually. I married Condot, my, my uh, drawers. Please never, never say that again to me. If you want to never. So my, my workout drawers, I was just looking at them after having done it. So for those who, who don't know, Mary Kondo is a Japanese cleaning guru. Oh God. And she has a folding method, which is like you fold your pieces in three and then they can stand up more or less. And the purpose is to get visibility. So the funny thing is that when I do that, I get visibility over my gym clothes. And I have this habit of shopping gym clothes uh, on sale when I'm in Stockholm. So they have the summer sale and the winter sale. And um, I had, uh, since I was sick and not was able, wasn't able to produce anything, I was doing all my laundry. So at some point I had all my gym clothes cleaned up and I just fold them all and put them in front of me. And I go like, oh my God, I, <laughs> I, I probably got 17 or 21 pairs of training pants. You know, what am what? I going to Yeah. What am I going to do with all this? And also I'm a hoarder. So I hate getting rid of stuff. <laughs> so some of them, I just don't wear them to the gym because they are like pale gray. And if I sweat in the Fifi, then I look like I peed and pooed myself. <laughs> Did you just say I sweat in the yeah, Fifi? <laughs> look like I pee and pooed myself. So I, I just cannot wear them. So they would, you know, sort of be used as loungewear. And I look at this and the same with my with my gym shoes so I go and buy these shoes on sale they're at 40 or 50 percent off I really like the Nike shoes so I have quite a few of them and I just look in my drawer and I'm like I think I've got nine pairs and four of them I still haven't used yet so the do they have tags uh no but one of them had uh you know the the boxes inside or whatever you call it this, this oh rigid god. yeah oh my god so I just after organizing this I can finally see the purpose of her method which is you know you have visibility over everything you have and that just makes you stop with I mean and you were talking about food addiction but I'm sorry this is also an addiction where I just of course I just it is buy I'm just buying and gym clothes is something you buy and tell yourself it's for good purpose. It's fine gonna, exactly yeah, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna use it for when I'm exercising so it's all okay and you know i'm sorry there's nothing okay about this crazy 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 amount of gym gear and then i went ahead and did the same thing with my jeans and the funny thing is that i was able to liberate an entire cupboard so from from keeping them in two cupboards they go into one and the same thing there i just look at them and i go this is crazy this is just crazy this is bonkers and uh and then i did the same with with my sweaters 
And wait then... again. Wait, 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 wait a second. I'm just torn between two things now. Between what booking a flight to Luxembourg and uh, you know coming to see what the heck happened to my friend and who replaced oh, it. That's good. And then again, and and by asking for an intervention with because Marie Kondo ju- just got to you. Oh my god. Good. It's good. I already have like I have a tolerance for a big closet because my my work and life situation is particular. So, I mean, I need a set of work clothes that function when I'm in Africa and when, when I'm in dusty places. So I have a set of clothes for that. I need one for when I'm in my formal attire uh, and go to my formal meetings. I have a set of clothes for that. I need them for several seasons. So I have them in Africa for two seasons and in Europe for four Jesus, seasons. that sounds complicated. No, I'm just saying. So there's a big tolerance to, you know, to have a range of stuff, right? Uh, and then I, I do my everyday stuff. So I have my jeans and my casual stuff there. And then at some point you have to say, okay, stop. I, I can have a range of items that, you know, cover everything except maybe, maybe, uh, you know, balls because I don't get so much invited to any, <laughs> to any uh, ball activities, but I have a range of them. And it's, at some point you have to say, okay, now I have to look at all of it, see what is it that I don't need. And then just, you know, instead of going out, and buying things home, I should first look in my closet and verify That's that I don't true. have it because I really, I have way too much than I that I need, and it becomes you just guilt tripped me into my own closet. I hate you. It becomes evident when you see I have I I'm, I swear I have probably minimum seventeen training pants, seventeen, and you know a week has seven days, and if I don't wash in seven days, I can go for Ew. another week without washing. It's crazy. There is <laughs> no logic to Ew. it. No, but I mean, it, there would no, have been it's logic. also nasty. It would have been a logic if you say, I only wash every two weeks. And then you say, fine, then I need 40. And if provided that you train every day, which is not even a, a given, you know? So anyway, I feel very good about myself. And I've also just lost the appetite of shopping, looking at all this stuff. And I'm thinking, this is where all my money went. It's insane. It's, it's, <laughs> it's that moment. Fun. This is where my money went. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I know. I and, know. And I know. gray training gear that make me look like I peed myself when I sweat <laughs> on my crotch. Please make that a post. Do you do your spring cleaning or how do you do it? Oh do my you switch God. Order? I was hoping that this one, this one, this, this question wouldn't come ever. Yes, I do that. I admit I do that and I'm, sort of you know scared about the thought that I have to do that because it becomes a little bit complicated because you know in two flats now that that's gonna come out so so badly but you know that I have two flats so one is (laughs) keeping the current seasons close and the other one has the opposite season so I need to switch and that means you know several car trips between one and the other because of course you cannot just hold them down the street so yes, I'm I'm fearing the moment that will become reality, but I know it's coming. Also, the weather isn't helping. And I'm also fearing the amount of clothes that I will find. And I will think, oh my God, this is not me anymore. Mm. And that's a slippery slope too, because I really don't know if it is momentary. And I'm just feeling that right now. And in a year, I will just go back to that clothes. And I think, oh my God, I missed you. Mm-hmm. Or should I just be getting rid of it? I don't have 17 
uh, gray sweatpants <laughs> that I need to get rid of. But I have a shitload of shoes that I would like to, you know, make some space for new ones. And I would like to, to get rid of them. So I, I think I would be doing a spring cleaning, you know, sales and whatever. Because I, I don't know if I if you noticed, but I've, I've said that I'm going to abandon Depop. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a conscious choice because you know, uh, Depop has issues when a, a simple, you know, user can just uh, report you for fakes, and you have to go through an insane procedure of uh, proving that the items that you actually own and wear are yours, and that they are uh, authentic and I couldn't keep every single purchase receipt, even if I wanted. I would need, you know, a closet just for that. But I decided that people who follow me can consciously make a decision that I don't endorse fake, so they will buy with uh, with confidence. And I think we should be doing some spring cleaning. Yes, not Marie Kondo kind of shit, but yes. I still. think the feeling I have about your closet is that it's still functional. So I feel like you're uh, still using... Your feeling is so wrong, you really? have no idea. No, I'll, tell you <laughs> really? why. I'll tell you why. I think it's because you seem to be using... You, you use your shoes in rotations. So you're always changing. You're always pulling out new stuff you're always dressing I think I also I come to the stage where I'm telling myself this is not so user-friendly like I really need to throw out some old stuff so that I can see and wear True. the stuff that I exactly. have and I don't feel I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the point that I don't see anymore really I really I don't see anymore it's crazy I cannot I, I mean I should be just st- putting something in storage yeah I, I'm not I'm not saying you know shitty storage I'm saying proper storage somewhere uh, or just putting them in boxes with uh, you know tissue paper and whatever because if I'm sure that I'm not going to wear it but I still don't want to get rid of it I should still keeping it away from my actual closet and the things when you open it this thing bursts. I'm not kidding you. Even my cats won't go inside. Like they're like, what the hell, woman? We we don't want to go into that mess because God knows what's inside. And if we will ever be able to find a way out. So even Emma doesn't want to go there. And I'm like, I don't see shit in my clothes. So yes, I need to do some cleaning. And still you are not liking Mary Kondo. I think no. I think you're right and not selling on Depop. I find it that on my Instagram stories, I get a better reach. Uh, exactly and people ask the questions right away and I find that it's just way easier what I do think though is that clothes is not so easy so if I sell shoes or accessories I have an impression that that leaves that just that's very easily sold but as for me also I think it's tricky to buy clothes that I don't know already because if I don't know the size or so I wouldn't really buy secondhand clothes unless I am sort of confident that Okay, I'm always a large in Zara, so I can take. But those. there is there is also a sweet component here. Some people actually, some ladies that fo- have been following me for years, they actually want to buy my clothes because it's mine. Oh, that's very so nice. they say, oh, I want I want to own something on yours. It doesn't. It now that I said it, it sounds creepy, but it, it actually does. isn't. <laughs> it actually isn't. One. But yes, shoes and accessories are the easiest thing. You know why? Because your feet never change unless mm. you're pregnant. Mm. And a, a bag is always a bag. A, a pair of sunglasses is yeah. always a pair of sunglasses. That's it. That's, that's the easiest thing to sell ever. So I'm thinking, yeah, making some you know, changes in my wardrobe. But I don't want to get there now in this week. Because if I do, I think I, I would go crazy. If that makes any sense. I will. 
I would be like, um, you know, in a gun with the wind. I will think of it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, if you start it, you need to finish it. Otherwise, you just, you yes. know, end up in a half done mess and you're like, okay, no. So you need to set time that you're at your hands just to get it done with. Otherwise, it's not really very meaningful. I agree with you. But I don't know how you I think I have, I have to have, uh, you know, Saint Jennifer, mm-hmm. uh, which is my house housekeeper, and she needs to do this thing with me. And she's always, you know, encouraging me like, ma'am, ma'am, yes, let's do this. Let's do this. And I'm like, Jennifer, we are not even in half of it. And she's like, yes, 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 we will finish. Yeah, a week later. But still, yeah. it's nice to have someone who helps you. Uh, yeah. And I think the good thing is that when you're sort of in the middle of it, it, it becomes easier. So the first item to just say, I'm going to throw or get rid of this, it's difficult. But once you're on a roll, I think it just uh, you're just in the mindset. So then it then it works. It's like the gym thing. Once you go and get get things done, it's always easier. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling these like spring blues. There is a Swedish poem that's talking about when it's it's aching when the that when the trees are blooming, you know, just before they bloom, it sort of like hurts. And that is some type of metaphoric poem to describe uh, spring blues. I don't know if that's a concept in Italy. Have you heard of it? Oh, it, it is now. <laughs> it is now. I mean, it's going to trend today on, on uh, Twitter and every social media, spring blues. Really? Yeah, no, because we said it. Now it's going to trend. Said it. Yeah, so I don't know if it, if it accidentally coincides with gym, but I think I've told you before, I'm going through a rough work period and I'm doing all kinds of assignments that I really don't enjoy. And it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. And that sort of like, it just sucks energy and joy of life out of me. And it's odd because I am not that type of a person. I'm lucky enough to sort of be on a happy default mode. And it's just difficult to say, I, you know, I don't know how to get myself through this and still recognize myself and not always be this, you know, fatigued, annoyed bitch that has no tolerance for anything i think it's time for a change for both of us and you know just before you change (laughs) and just before you do something that is different and you know that just before you something gets thrown on you in a very positive way you just have to struggle a little bit and you have to you know suffer a little bit just to get better i don't think there's any i don't think there's much change of course i mean going through difficult times will will grow you at, at the end of it you will look back and say okay, well, that's changed too yeah but I don't think it's gonna result in any long-term change I'm just writing it out because it's very difficult to talk about because I have to be confidential about so many things but it, I of course at some point it's gonna stop but I don't see any radical change I don't see like you know I'm gonna quit my job and become a ballerina and you know or uh, sell all my belongings and travel the world I don't think it's that kind of change even though it's the the t- type that I'm looking forward to or dreaming about not the ballerina but traveling the world one thank god yeah so yeah maybe you're right maybe it's just the the aching uh, feeling just before change happens but I unfortunately I don't some know. kind of change it doesn't have to be a radical actually I don't yeah. believe in radical anymore something's gotta give and something's got to happen it's bound to happen is it good is it bad I don't know but hopefully it will be good so here's something is here's a change challenge that i have for you can you just marry condo one drawer for me please no god no come on no try no 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 i cannot with that woman i'm so sorry i cannot but you don't have to have her with you you just do it without her thank god uh no i would have to look at her methods and 
replicate that. Oh God, no. And maybe I will send you a video clip. You can look at my method. I will show you. you okay, to... that I can live with. Okay. I think. Yay. Okay, maybe that's a challenge then. Don't actually. get too excited, there, Miss. <laughs> Don't you? you... Then no, it will help me do what exactly? Get even more anxious. You get anxious from folding. Oh yes, God yes. So I never fold. Actually, since we we've hired Jennifer, uh, I've never folded things before any anymore because it gets me anxious because she's so much better at that than me that I just you know waste my time and I should be doing other things and she's very good at it and she, and she actually in in a second she knows where things are so. Uh, I, I, yes, I'm lazy that way. So but what, she, she she helps dress you in the morning. You're like Jennifer. Can you bring <laughs> no, no, my grapes no, no, but, and my but, underwear, please? Oh, that's that's uh, a little bit weird. My grapes and my underwear <laughs> in the same sentence, like <laughs> ew, no. Uh, but there will be times, funny times, when I cannot find an item of clothing, and I would just take Instagram in my hand, and I would go to her, and I would say, Jennifer, have you seen this? And she would just go, you know, run like a little, like a little ant, and she will find the thing, dig it somewhere out of my immense closet, and I will be like, oh my god, how how did I not see that? Sometimes. Things just pop out of that closet. I don't know. It's witchcraft, basically. Do you, do you bring Jennifer cake? Uh, yeah, I make cake and then have her eat it. Yes. <laughs> did you just? That too. Did you just play with an expression? <laughs> no, that's your dirty mind. No, that's your there's mind. Di- there's nothing dirty about it. The expression is you can't have your cake and eat it. And, eat it. and you just yeah, but she, I, I just cake. make cake and have her eat it, you know, because <laughs> she likes it. She doesn't have those issues with food, but she would be like, "What are you doing diet now?" Because yes, that's good. Because clothes fit better. I'm like, oh my god, did you just say that to me? When she said that to me, she's completely devoid on any kind of malice. So it's funny. Because she would like, she would go and talk with other Filipino ladies, and she's delicious. And she says, "My master and I, for the life of me, I cannot have her change the word master because I feel like a slavist from you know two, three hundred years ago." Uh, she would say, "My master is a model." I'm like, "Jennifer, I'm not a model. <laughs> Thank you very much, but I'm not." But there is no way of convincing her that I'm not a model. So she would, "My master is model. She uh, wears pretty clothes." I'm like, okay, this is going to work. So I make cake and she she likes it. She eats it. Actually, she's in the other house now cleaning out the closet. So ah, there you go. Yeah, there there I go. Yeah, she will, be, she will come tomorrow and she will say to me, Madam, you have so many clothes you're not wearing. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, I exactly. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And she will be so right. I love that woman. She's amazing. Oh, it sounds perfect. Sounds like you're with somebody that you trust. And, and it sounds with. that you are bored with me, woman. Today, you are very, very bored with me. I'm low on energy. I mean, this whole month, I'm not very bored with you. I was just thinking we had promised a Q&A session. I print screened yes. a bunch of the questions, but I don't know where I can find them. Do you have yours accessible? <laughs> no, of course not. Should we... Okay, but we should do this, I think. We should uh, have them ask questions does your no. questions and answers work no, no, no. Doesn't so work. it's just mine okay so uh, mine does so i will print screen and keep them in a separate folder for our next session yeah but i'm also very curious to hear 
about how other women are coping with uh, spring, uh, with low energy, with bad eating habits and guilt tripping into eating. So I'm very, very much curious about that because that's that's a theme that apparently touches everyone in this season. And we should be actually talking about it a little bit more. So, unless the, unless our listeners are like, oh my God, you're boring us with the same dialogue. Exactly. Unless they, unless they they want us to talk something dirty, in that case, we can consider it uh, with an appropriate fee. Oh God, that just sounded bad. Um, yeah, we can consider it. But in the meanwhile, let's see how other women are coping with this season, okay. which is very delicate. Yeah. And good. let's do some questions and answers. Let's do that. Should we uh, schedule a recording for Saturday? Should we be doing this publicly? Uh, yes, I want. <laughs> I want to make sure that everyone knows I'm going to break up with you. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Also, I'm under you know threat of breakup. Okay, yes. did you just say Sunday? Default. No, it's not Sunday, but Saturday. Saturday. Yes, I think yes. If I'm not riding the bike, but I shouldn't be. Okay. Uh, I Let's think do I a morning session Let's... on Saturday. Q and A, easy peasy. I love me some sweaty morning <laughs> sessions <laughs> with your sweaty Italian. <laughs> Please promise me you're going to speak in sweaty Italian. I will wear my sweaty pants. And on that note, I'm gonna head off to the gym. I have an appointment. Unless this that's time. sweaty, the sweaty pants you are referring to are grey, the... and I have a peak sure that didn't happen it's the one just so you know i will wear the sweaty gray pants yes please and i want the picture otherwise that didn't happen okay picture it is i'm gonna also prepare a mary kondo uh clip for you so you can see how to teach janet for a folding if you don't want to do it i just i just threw up in my mouth but okay fine (laughs) i mean can you end on a more positive note yes of course (laughs) i'm going to eat pizza now it's almost lunchtime in italy it's any time is good for pizza. Enjoy very much. Good talking to you. It's been way too long. <laughs> yes, it's been way too long. I think people will just be like, what? They released another one. They're still alive. And Yay. they're still topic- talking about the same topic. No evolution. Exactly. They're still boring. <laughs> good for us. <laughs> Talk to you on Saturday. Okay. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.